0: What's going on, everybody? Another uh, another great show for you. I'm uh, Marking as always. Got another three D podcast. I uh, got a lot, to, not a lot to talk about, but the Grizzlies played over the weekend. Had a wrestling night, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Mike Conley actually uh, talked to the media before that game, so we'll talk about that as well. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, the Grizzlies played the Wizards. Um, I believe I, I don't I don't even remember what day it was now, but the Grizzlies played the uh, the Wizards. And uh, it was wrestling night in Memphis, and so uh, that was fun. Uh, that was always <laughs> at points that was more fun than the, actually the, the game. Uh, it, it was uh, it was pretty boring. I'll be honest with you. It was it was a very slow game. Um, not much. Not not a whole lot happened. But um, the the fans showed out, and like kudos to them for showing out. I, I, it was a um, like impressively. I kept thinking to myself like, it's. An impressively large crowd for um, a team that only has twelve wins, um, and is not very good at basketball? Um, but that just shows you what uh, what Wrestling Night can do for for the fans in Memphis. So, um, I, I thought I thought that was good. Uh, I, I would say you know, shout out to the fans. I mean, still coming out like I mean that again. That's I, that's an impressive thing. Uh, Not only for the Grizzlies uh, promotion department to put to be able to put something like that on to but you know for the for the fans to come out too. so um, so good on them Um, but but beyond wrestling night and beyond the matches um, there wasn't too much uh, that was super fun Uh, Bradley Bill and John Wall both went for uh, 25 plus Um, the Wizards bench is not very good at all and so every time that the starters went out. Uh, the Wizards uh, benched, you know, the, they they let the Grizzlies get back into it. And so, um, but every time every time John Wall or Bradley Bill came back in, the, the Grizzlies' defense could not uh, find a way to stop those guys. So uh, John Wall, 25 points, um, and then uh, Bradley Bill with 34 points. So, um, you know, it... it you have to find a way to stop their, you know, to stop, not, not, not necessarily stop their stars, but at least slow them down. I mean, you can't let John Wall and Brother Bill go for almost 30 each. Um, now, if one of them goes for 30 and the other one goes for 10 or 12, that's different, you know, that that's totally different. But you can't let those guys go for go for 25 and 34. Um, that that's That's not going to get you wins ever. Now, that being said... <laughs> the wizards tried everything they could to give this game away they tried literally everything they could to uh, to throw it away but um they they found a way to win 102-100 um but late in the fourth quarter like they they just they they did not play well um nobody really wanted to win that game um but uh the the wizards found a way to do it eventually um, mario Chalmers down the stretch um, he had just a terrible, terrible decision um, to take the ball all the way down there, throw a shot up that didn't have a chance, um, and waste a possession for the Grizzlies. So that was just that was awful. Um, and then the Grizzlies, uh, they 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 had it. I can't remember if they had it down by one. They had it down. I think it was one possession, and then they uh, they called a timeout to talk about the play uh what they were going to run uh to get in the play or to, to, to get the ball in or whatever um, and so uh they had a full timeout to talk about the play or whatever they were, whatever they were going to do, and then they decided that they couldn't get the ball in and they called another timeout. And so literally out of a timeout, they couldn't get the ball in, had to call another timeout. And they actually had three seconds left and they had they were down by two, but they didn't have any timeouts to advance the ball. So they had to go the length of the court and then they had to go the length of the court and then uh, and, and chuck a shot up instead of being able to call a timeout. And set a play up, advance the ball, set a play up, and then be able to get something uh, off the sideline instead of ruin, going the length of the court. So, it, it was just it was it was the little things down the stretch that killed the Grizzlies. That that being a glaring one of them because they shouldn't be able to get they should have been able to get the ball in uh, pretty easily on that last uh, second to last possession. So. Uh, that was something that was just uh, just one of those things. Just it's that's just the the way the Grizzlies operate. They 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 don't do the little things. They don't do a lot of things, but the, the little things just they really came back to 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 bite them uh, this particular game. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, Tyreek had twenty six points, seven seven assists, five rebounds. That's uh, seems like par for the course for the, for Tyreek Evans. Now he he's doing everything and any anything and everything. Uh, for this team, he he is literally doing it all, um, and so I mean he looks like a franchise player, unlike Marc Gasol. But he's doing everything he can um, to to be able to get <clears throat> excuse me to be able to get the the, the Grizzlies wins. But it, it, you know him by himself is just it's not enough. Um, Marc Gasol, 17 points, 11 rebounds, five assists. Um, it was an okay game. Uh, I won't say it was bad because it wasn't terrible, um, but it was just okay. Um, He had 17 points, but again, like we've talked about in the past, it it took him 15 shots to get there. Um, So, you know, not incredibly efficient. And then in the fourth quarter, he only took two shots and only made one of them. So two points in the fourth quarter for your franchise player in a game where, you know, you really actually had a chance to win the game. So that's unfortunate. But um yeah you know, seventeen seventeen points on fifteen shots um is not really what you want him to do. Um and, and for the for the for the sake of saying that Mark can take over a game, he can and we've all seen it. Um it's random when it happens. It it's there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um but he can take over a game when he wants to take over a game. Um, he just chooses not to, and so to see your franchise player only have two points in a game where you think you should be able to win that game is so very frustrating. I mean, for all the people who want to win the games, if you're if you're on Team Tank, then marks, then whatever, then you're doing then you doing exactly he's doing exactly what you want him to do. But if you're actually wanting to win those games, that is so frustrating. Uh, to see Mark just, you know not just not do what you want him to do or not do what you you, what you know he's capable of doing and uh you know playing the right way and and or he needs people around him all those are just bs i mean because we we everybody has seen marcus all take over game um we've seen it happen we've we've seen it happen on numerous occasions where he can just be a dominant player when only when he wants to, though. So that's that's kind of the that's kind of, that's the that's the kicker. Only when Mark wants to, um, and he had some interesting comments after the game. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, but yeah, he he, um, he he was okay. I won't say he was good, but I won't say he was terrible either. Um, we talked about Mario Chalmers. He 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 was not good. Uh, he had 13 points, and he was was just awful on defense. Um, and then Kobe Simmons only had eight minutes and two points. So, uh, I I've said this before and I'll say it again. I mean, uh, you have someone like Mario Chalmers who has 28 points and, uh, Kobe Simmons has eight. Um, you know, just decide on what you're going to do. And then Edge Harrison didn't play. He, he, uh, was a late minute scratch. So, uh, and neither did Taylor Parsons. Uh, we'll talk about that more in and injuries in a more in a minute, but, um, <clears throat> Uh but yeah, I mean Kobe Simmons only has eight points in a game where Andrew Harrison doesn't even play, Mario Chalmers has twenty eight. I just I don't get it. I mean what what's what's the downside of letting Kobe Simmons play? I'm not sure there is a downside at this point. I mean, as bad as Mario Chalmers is on defense and the the thing the games he the the, the games he has cost you down the stretch and this isn't the first one uh, where he's just gone down the floor, thrown up a bad shot, and and it just costs you the game basically, uh, because it just wasted possessions in the last minute of the game where you don't need to waste possessions. So um, at this point, I don't know what the downside is for playing Kobe Simmons. Um, I don't know what the upside is for playing Mario Chalmers. Um, so I, I'm I've said it, you know, we we've talked about it before, but it's a point where you just have to let Mark, let Kobe play and see what you got. I mean, it goes for a lot of these guys. Um, you know, you gotta let, even going down to Ivan Rabb, I mean, he has yet to get in a game, uh, save for some, maybe some really trash minutes. Um, uh, but a team that's only won 12 games and Ivan Rabb can't even get in the game. That's, that's concerning. Um, but I'd like to see what you got from him. You know, unfortunately, if, if the, the Grizzlies, tra- uh, coaching staff in the front office don't think that they can let Ivan Rabb play in a game where, uh, most games were there not going to win on my, not going to win at all. They've only won 12 games and the season's uh pretty much done. That's concerning and that I think that's probably more telling. I think it's probably less telling about what Ivan Rabb is and more telling about what the Grizzlies think they they can do. Um it's more about what the Grizzlies think they can do long term with the season than it is about more about Ivan Rabb. They still think they can get in the playoffs. They still think they can, they can uh you know have a playoff contending team. Uh, which just simply is just isn't the case. I mean, they, they're not going to make the playoffs. It's like, yes, it's mathematically possible, but it's improbable. It, it, it's almost impossible. Um, and, and so, unfortunately, they're still selling this idea that they can make the playoffs. I, I think. I think the Ivan Rab thing is more about it's more about what the Grizzlies think about their season than and, than and less about what Ivan Rab is a as a player. Uh, nonetheless, I, I still think you want to get him in the game. And you want to get him to, you know, at least playing. Just at least see what you got from Iron Rap, um, and and that goes in the next. And that holds the same for Kobe Simmons. At least, at least see what you got from Kobe Simmons. Let him play on a regular basis. Let him get twenty minutes a night or fifteen minutes a night on a regular basis every night. I mean, if you have to guarantee his deal, then guarantee his deal uh, for the rest of the year. And then just just see what you got from him. I mean, and, and that there's there's no there's no harm in that. Um, and it's not going to cost you much to do it either, uh, to to for, for, for Kobe Simmons to do that. Um, Wade Seldon played again tonight. Um, had really good defense. Uh, not great on offense, but uh, the bench, none of the bench players were great on offense. Um, actually, Wade Seldon started. I forgot that uh, because Andrew Harrison sat out, uh, so Seldon started. Sixteen points, one for seven from the field, uh, four points, a couple rebounds, and then that's it. Uh, so he was he was not. Not great. I mean, he was bad. <laughs> he was bad on offense. Um, I think that will come. I think that will come around. Um, you know, as he gets back into the groove of of playing, uh, more minutes. He only had 16 minutes, so he didn't have a whole bunch. But um, you know, he was good on defense, and he and he's kind of shown on the defensive end what the Grizzlies, you know, why why he's still around and why he's going to get minutes, and so. Um, I think he'll come around. Oh, the more minutes he gets, the offense will come back. Um, I, I certainly believe that uh, he is a, he is a good role player um, for this team. I, you know, we uh, we haven't seen much of Wayne Seldon going back to last year, but from everything I've seen him play in regular NBA games and uh, in the summer league, I, I think he is a legitimate NBA player, at least a, at least a role player uh, for this team. And so, um. Again, it it goes back for this team. You gotta you gotta figure out what you got. Uh, you gotta figure out what you got with the young guys, and that includes Wayne Selden. You got to figure out what you got with these guys, and if they can be role player in the future, if they can be a uh, you know if they're just a bench player in the future, or if they're nothing, and you need to, you go ahead and cut them. Uh, in the summer. And so we have um, talked about this numerous times, but being able to figure out what you have is the most important thing for this season. Being able to figure out what you have for the the long term is the most important part of this season. And that includes being able to see if you have a bench player, role player, whatever it is. Um, If you want to go ahead and cut someone now or cut someone later or trade them now or whatever, or if you feel like you need one more year with them, um, it's all about evaluation this year. The season is done, and so this year needs needs to be needs to be all about evaluation because you have a lot of young guys on this roster, and a lot of questions with a quite a bit of with quite a few young guys, um, and Wayne Selden still being one of them. Um, as much as as much as I think he's an NBA player, and as much as I think he uh, could be a solid role player for the Grizzlies, they still need to see what he what he has on the court against actual real NBA players on a nightly basis. And so hopefully we will see that from the rest of the year for Wayne Seldon and be able to see what he really can give you, uh, by, by the time the season's over. Um, Davis only had three minutes. Uh, I noted this on when I was at the Grizzlies game, uh, on Twitter, I noted that he came in before Wright, Um, so it was, um, he actually got in the game before Wright Did, um, And we've talked about before how he had played pretty well, um, had three games uh, or so and double-digit scoring. Um, And we've talked about what you need for Deontay Davis. And um, he got yanked after three minutes, and then he never came back in. And so I know he's been on the outs because of his rebounding lately. Um, And for Deontay Davis, that is the one thing you have to do is you have to rebound the ball. Uh, we have talked about this on previous podcasts, but what you need from Deontay is not scoring. If you get it from him, if you get 15 points from him on a, on a random night, that's fantastic. But that's not what you need from him. And so, um, you know, he he's got to do the little things if he wants to make a career out of this uh, as an NBA player. And so, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll get back to that. Hopefully, we see more Deontay Davis minutes. I I, I understand yanking him because of the. The minutes are because of the rebounding, but you also need to give him a shot, to, a chance to play. Um, you know, again, it goes back to the same thing I've been talking about: evaluation. You got to figure out what you, you have to figure out what you got with Deontay Davis, and if the season's lost, there's no better time to play him a lot of minutes than right now. And uh, if he's not rebounding, and if he can't consistently rebound, then then so be it. Then he just might be a guy that's not going to play anymore. Uh, he might just be a guy that's not going to make it. Um, but if he can, you know, if he he can get to the struggles and and you know and and he can play minutes and rebound the ball, then that's different, you know. But you have to give him a chance. So I understand yanking him because of the rebounding and, and send a message or, or whatever you want to do, call it. Uh, but at the same time, he needs minutes, and so he needs minutes to be able to um, to be able to, just to be able to uh, um, evaluate him as a player and see what he can and can't do and if he can work through things and and all that stuff. Uh Ben McElmore played to uh, ten minutes. Played ten minutes. Uh so Ben McElmore actually did play um after getting a bunch of D N P C D. So that's so that's fun. Um he, he played or he was two for five in seven minutes. Um which is that's and that's good. I mean that's insane. I mean he was literally making every minute count, <laughs> shooting the ball. As soon as he got it, um there was zero hesitation. He was shooting the ball wherever, whenever he was, It didn't matter where he was at, uh, he was jacking it up. He only had four points, uh, two of five and in seven minutes. He just I mean, he clearly was a guy you could see was clearly was a guy that's been on the bench for so long and hasn't been able to get in the game. And so it got in the game, he wanted to make an immediate impact and show the you know, show the coaches why he should be on the game. Um, And so he was just jacking up everything, you know, nothing was, uh, nothing was really um, wide open or maybe not even in rhythm for him. I think there was maybe there was one good in rhythm shot for him. He probably, which I think he made, but beyond that, he was just jacking up threes. Um, And so, you know, he was zero for two from three. I mean, it just it was just not good, and so I I understand what he I understand the mindset of the player just trying to just get out there and just score as many points as possible in as few minutes as possible to show the staff why you know he deserves to be on the floor more minutes, but you know at the same time just jacking up shots and not make it on playing crappy defense, not doing really anything else, um, it's kind of like well. See, we told you. You know, it's kind of like, well, we 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 haven't been playing you because you know there's a reason why we haven't been playing you, and you just showed us the reason right there because um, you're not playing within the offense, um, you're not doing anything much other than just shooting shots, um, you know, and you're definitely not, and you're not you're not making them. And if you're a guy that can't play defense and only shoots the ball, um, if you're not making them, then you're useless. And so that's kind of where Ben McAdams landed. It, it is. It is a giant, giant mistake for the Grizzlies to give him ten million dollars, um, and so that's where we're at right now. But, uh, but yeah, he 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 did not play well in his time, uh, in his time uh, on the floor, and I and I suspect it. Was, he only I suspect he only got minutes because because Andrew Harrison was out. Um, uh, that's that's what I think, but I don't know for sure. I have no way to, to know that, but. I suspect that's the only reason he got minutes is because he was uh, Andrew Harrison was not out and they needed another uh guard. So um speaking of Andrew Harrison, he set the game out because of a uh shoulder injury. Uh there wasn't much other than that that was put out. Um Chandler Parsons did not play again. So I that let me see how many games that makes for Chandler to be have sitting out. Um uh, let's see. Give me one second. Let me get to it. Uh, at least, oh, at least five. No, that's the fourth game in a row. Sorry, so fourth game in a row. Chandler has sat out. Um, it, they just kept saying knee soreness. So, I'm not entirely what, what that mean Sure, what that means. Um. So yeah, I'm not sure when he's going to come back. There's no no update there. He just it just says he's day to day uh With a sword knee, so um there's not too much other than that uh and then mike Conley um the other the other big thing that happened in uh that game mike Conley um he uh he talked to the media for the first time in a long time um he gave updates about his uh his Achilles. Um, he talked about, you know, a little bit of everything. Uh but but basically uh, what it comes down to is um there's still no timeline for Mark Mike Collin to return. Uh no, back in uh, December they said he would be, you know, available uh the second week or he'd, you know, be reevaluated I guess in the second week in January or be available in the second week of January. Yeah, they had they had they had paid the the, the second week of January as as time for him to come back, um, and and I said that that was no way that was going to happen, um, and he just talked in the night and said, "There's no, there's not even a, there's not even a timeline for return. There's no timeline at all. It's just up in the air." Um, and so, you know, that's that's concerning. I mean, his, one of his quotes was, "There is no timeline. It's how I progress each day, each week. I'm hoping and praying it's the soon." And the way I'm progressing, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, but, you know, they're, they're only a couple weeks away from uh, mathematically not being able to make the playoffs. Um, you know, you give it a few more weeks and it's, it's going to be a point where even if he is healthy, um, you know, at the end of January, even if he is healthy, um, it won't matter. It won't matter if he's healthy or not because the Grizzlies won't be able to make the playoffs. And at that point, I think it'll be we'll be able to say, "Hey, look, it's mathematically impossible for you to make the playoffs." You know, start formulating another plan, and hopefully, the Grizzlies front office will get on the plan of, "Okay, we're just going to lose as many games as possible, and hopefully, get a good draft pick, and uh, it come right back at this next year." And so, I think that. Um, I think that's that's probably what will happen. I think that Mark, Mike will probably not be available for the next few weeks. Um end of January, they will probably be mathematically eliminated and then you will see either Mike if he does come back, he will play very limited minutes um or he might just be shut down for the season. So we're at a very we're to very um we're very close to the Grizzlies not being able to use an excuse of well we're gonna make bring Mike back and make a push for the playoffs. So hopefully that that time will come sooner rather than later because um I I just would never you know there's no sense in rushing Mike back and and getting him hurt long term for a season that doesn't even matter. For a season that's just basically lost. Um he also said it was mostly about pain tolerance. Um it, it, beyond that his return depends on uh, his ability to perform at the NBA speed, which he's unable to do right now. Uh, he said it flared up after the Warriors game, and he kept getting worse after that. Um, he also said, I can't see uh, how I wouldn't return to play. I'm very confident in sitting, he'll be sitting up at this point sometime this season. Um, so, you know, he, he's, a, he's a guy that still wants to come back because he wants to play basketball. And I understand that. I get that, um, you know but at the same time there's there there's a point where, there's a point you get to where um you know bringing him back too early or bringing him back at all just doesn't make sense for his health um you know instead of in, instead of just rehabbing it um fully and getting ready for next year so hopefully the grizzlies will come to to uh, uh come to their senses soon, uh, but again, I don't think it's going to matter if they if they come to their senses or whatever, so be it. I don't think it's going to matter because I think at, at a certain point, very, very soon, um, they are uh, not going to be mathematically possible to, or it's not going to be math- mathematically possible for them to make the playoffs anyway. Um, and so um, I don't think it will matter anyway. But uh, but, but hopefully – um so hopefully he, he either if he if he doesn't set out for the rest of the year, if he does come back, it's very limited. And uh he, he is you know, takes it easy because the last thing you need right now is for your franchise player or one of your excuse me, one of your franchise players to uh be hurt long term. So uh but but that's it for me today, guys. Uh it was a short podcast, no, but that's okay. Uh had to get one up. Um make sure you follow me at King underscore producer. Make sure you follow the podcast at three and D pod. Uh, make sure you go to the iTunes store, subscribe to our uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's over on iTunes at three and D podcast. Uh, super easy to find. Uh, please leave us a five star review. It, uh, it really helps the podcast and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon.